Hey, it's Christopher with Simple Septic Secrets with another road trip update podcast thingy-majig. I'm going to have to start doing these podcasts with my headphones in because I think the last one sounded like garbage. I should really start listening to these before I post them, but honestly, I just speak whatever I say. It comes out how it comes out, and I stick it up the most raw, unedited, it is what it is sort of thing. Um... I mean, right now, anyways, in the beginning, it's all about finding your own voice, so that's what I'm doing, is finding my own voice, getting comfortable speaking to myself in the car by myself, and turns out how it turns out. Really, this is just to document my own journey. And a couple of things have happened since last time I put this out, one of which is I got some samples from another manufacturer. Uh, I had pretty much all but given up on using my current manufacturer to private label. So I had reached out to him about it back in 2017. The first time I contacted them, they said, yeah, you just got to show that you're, you know, can do, you can move some product. I said, okay. Uh, two years later, I said, hey, like, who's your number one seller of this particular product? Yeah, I want to know what numbers I have to beat. And they're like, oh, you're already the number one seller. I was like, oh, okay. So can we do some private labeling? And he said, yeah, we'll talk about it in the future. And then finally back in October, they said, you know what, I think it's time, you're ready, let's go ahead and private label this. I'm like, all right, perfect. I joined this coaching program, it was like $18,000, and I'm like, all right, let's do it. He sent me somebody to talk to on the phone, I gave her all the details of what I'm looking for, asked all my questions, and then nothing for a couple of months. And I was doing my own thing, and I was just, we were moving, a lot of shit going on, so... I'm like, whatever, she's in the background doing her thing. And I reached out and they're like, oh yeah, we have to finish this other project first. I'm like, well, can I at least get some numbers as far as, you know, what what's your MOQ or, you know, what's the unit cost going to be, all that kind of stuff. And she couldn't give me any of that. So I waited another, like, few months and I, or a few weeks and messaged her again. Oh yeah, we got to finish this project, give me another two months. And after two months, I messaged them and... Then that lady is no longer working there. So I said, hey, here's my vivid vision. Like, I really need to get going on this. It's, it's, it's been almost a year. I've joined this coaching program. It's expensive, and it's coming up on the end of a year, and I've got access to all these coaches and all these people who have built successful businesses. I want to be able to run, to, to grow this business while I still have access to them. And he said, I'll let you know in the future. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, I've been hearing this over and over and over. So I sort of gave up on the idea of, going with them and I started reaching out to other manufacturers and I started looking to see what I can see see what I could find the problem is I don't want to just sell some dog shit stuff that's not going to work I want it to work and I know their products do work they're patented and they're not only sold just to to set the professionals but they also sell them to large treatment plants and they have remediation kits that they've got leech lines going again on and all that kind of stuff so I know they work really well and I did find one other company. I, I reached out to him. They said, hey, I like what your mission, I like what you're doing. They sent me some information. And then I said, oh, it's great, let's set up a time to talk. They never responded, so I sent another message, never responded. So I'm like, well, that's annoying. But I really like their stuff, and I think I'm still gonna pursue it. I'm gonna find their number on there. I'm just gonna cold call them and, and see what they have to say. Because they had a completely different approach to what I've usually been doing, which is I usually will like, dose the septic tank with billions of live bacteria, the bacteria secrete enzymes, the enzymes break up the different sludge, the paper, the grease, the oil, 
And they're like, no, we don't actually do that. We think there's enough bacteria in there already. We put this stuff in that basically supercharges the bacteria. It's some sort of carbon molecule or something. I'm not exactly sure how it worked. It was invented, I think, in like the 60s by like the guy's dad or grandpa or something like that. And they also use it to rejuvenate soil because a lot of soil in the United States is completely depleted of minerals from monocrop uh, farming. Monocrop farming is where, say, there's one field and they only grow corn. Every year it's you know, just corn, 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 corn. Whereas what they used to do and they do in some places is they'll have corn, then they'll have pumpkins, then they'll have, they'll have I don't know exactly, but they'll plant different plants and then they'll mix them into the soil and it'll help like keep all these nutrients into the soil. So this was supposed to like rejuvenate the soil and then they also have a product that helps break down the bacteria inside the septic tank. So I think that's pretty cool. I think that I'll end up still contacting them because I'd like to be able to sell something like that. It sounds pretty cool. The one place I did get uh, samples from, and I feel bad because they got on it right away. They sold, they shipped them out right away, I and mean, he was on top of it. He said, hey, what products do you have? And I told him, he's like, oh, well, this is our version. He sent it to me. And I, when I read the safety data sheet, I was like, oh, I'm not putting this anywhere near the ground. Like, it talks about, you know, causing severe harm to, like, marine life or something like that. Basically, like, you know, fish and stuff. And, like, it was really toxic. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not going to sell that. My whole brand is going to be, like, natural, you know, protecting the water, protecting the environment. I'm not going to go and just use this crazy-ass, like, acid and shit inside there. It's terrible. It just does not go with my brand. And if I would have known that ahead of time, I would have told them not to even, because they didn't charge me for shipping, didn't charge me anything, they just sold, shipped it out. It was a big, it was a very large chemical company. Uh, I actually got in contact with him because inside my coaching program, I had mentioned that I was reaching out to manufacturers for different septic treatments, and a guy said, hey, I used to work at this chemical place, they used to, they make septic treatments. So he gave me the contact information of like the head chemist there. So that's why they got on top of it so fast. It was pretty cool, but... And I wish I could use them, but it's just, I can't use that kind of stuff. Uh, they did have one product that was more natural. Um, but it just, it wasn't what I was really looking for. So, anyways, I've basically given up on the idea of using my current manufacturer. I sort of released it, like it bothered the shit out of me. And then finally I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to, they're going to do what they're going to do. Obviously they, you know, maybe they don't have the right amount of people at the time. There's something going on there. So I ended up just releasing it and then yesterday I got an email from the founder of that company that I uh, order my stuff when I the septic treatment I sell wholesale and they said hey you know I'm gonna we set up a meeting with you next Friday with our uh, CEO about private labeling and I'm like well yeah definitely so this Friday we're gonna have a meeting with the CEO about what I want to do as far as private labeling uh, we'll see where that goes it was just interesting because I was like holding on to this thing for so long. I'm like, I want to use them. I, I've already been with them. I'm familiar. And, and a lot of times, a lot of that is, is yes, their products work and there's all that too. But there's also a, a sense of familiarity and it's like easier if you already know the person, you already know, you know, a lot of times we'll hold ourselves back because we're already doing something like whether it's, you know, say we keep the same phone plan, even though there's a cheaper phone plan available that works just as good because, well, we don't want to deal with the hassle Re reaching out to somebody and getting all signed up and that's kind of the same thing with the manufacturing so I was holding on to that so tight like oh I gotta use them and then finally once I release it all of a sudden it just comes back it's so it's so interesting how that works
So I'm excited to see where that goes. Realistically, going with them was ideal because I've sort of branded my whole business around their types of products, which is putting in this one, like, you know, shocking treatment or, you know, not a shock, but it's a, this one, like once a year treatment and then every month a packet goes down the drain and then with those becomes reminders every month where not only just says, hey, put in your packet, it's like, hey, put in your packet and then I also include some sort of septic saving tip in order to protect their septic system. And then I go a step further and I tie that thing into something on a personal deeper level and not everyone's going to be looking for that and in fact I don't think I'll even advertise it I think it'll just show up in people's inboxes and my thought is it'll show up to the right people at the right time so there's these messages that I put in each of these follow-up emails and I think they're going to hit people at the right place at the right time and if I could just change a few people's lives that way that would be amazing I don't even have to know about it just if I can do it that'd be so cool like one of them talks about developing a new skill um, I forgot how I tied it into septic I wrote this like almost two years ago but it had something to do with septic and like doing laundry or doing things all at once or I don't know something like that but it ties into hey you're never too old to like start a new skill you know if you're 65 years old and say you want to pay, play the piano well you just start playing the piano for maybe 10-15 minutes you know five days out of the week by the time you're 75 you'll be a master piano player you have 10 years of experience underneath underneath you. So a lot of times people think they're too old to start something new. I hear that all the time. Like people in their 50s, oh, I don't understand this technology. I'm too old for that. It's like, well, I get you didn't grow up with this, but you're choosing not to understand it. Because there's people who are 65 years old who are running tech companies. That's just, it's bullshit. It just depends on what you're interested in. I think a more honest way of answering that would say, would be, I'm not interested in learning about that. And that's okay. It's totally okay to not be interested about those things. But I just don't like when people say things like, oh, I just, I'm too old, I can't do that, or, I don't know, I just, I, I don't like it. I think words have power. And a lot of times people speak these things into existence. They speak awful things, whether it's, oh, my back is killing me, or whatever. They'll say things that, that it seems innocuous but there's more meaning behind it and I think it has a big effect on people so the words you say and the thoughts you have definitely have an impact um, even with like manifesting I think we're manifesting all the time whether we whether we think so or not we're either um, manifesting negativity neg negativity and like negative thoughts or positive thoughts whether it's oh, I can do this, or, oh, I like that, I want that, versus a lot of times people are thinking, I don't want this, I don't want that, and they can give you a whole list of things they don't want, and very rarely can they give you a list of things they actually do want. And by focusing more on the things you do want, you'll have a lot better time. Your life will be a lot easier, you'll, you'll be happier, freer, because when you know what you want, you can reverse engineer it and make a roadmap to get it. If you don't know what you want, you're not going to get anything. You're just going to get more of what you don't want because that's what you're focusing on. I know it sounds like woo-woo and like bullshit. And, you know, I had somebody in the, in the family not too long ago who, uh, you know, pissed me off because they're just kind of a little punk. But um, they, he, he was saying, 
and, you know, this person has a family. He's got, like, three kids, and he's got, you know, uh, a significant other, whatever, and he doesn't make a lot of money. And his significant other, she wants to make more money, and she wants to, like, you know, build him up and say, hey, we can do it, and blah, 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 and whatever. Anything's possible. And he's like, this mindset thing is bullshit. It has nothing to do with anything. You're crazy if you think your mindset has anything to do with uh, whatever. It's all about classism, and it's all about blah, 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 and greedy capitalist, and da, 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 da. And it's just so crazy to me because, you know, I went to, like, the capitalism uh, conference, and there was people there who were very, very wealthy, and all of them were talking about ways to give back, ways they can help, like, different charities they have, different... And even beyond that, they're helping each other. They'd hear one person uh, has some sort of business, like, oh, how can I promote your your business? How can, you know, we do something together to, to mutually be beneficial? Or... Some of them are so far advanced, they're, they're you know, making hundreds of millions of dollars a year. They don't, they don't need anything from you. They're, they're already set. They just enjoy giving back. They enjoy teaching the next generation of people coming up and, like, trying to show them different things that they, mistakes that they made and how to avoid them. So it was very interesting to see. It was the first conference I've ever been to. Um, it was really cool. On the back, on the other side of it, I was miserable, like, throughout most of it, because our hotel room had, like, very high levels of mold in it, and, like, my nerves felt like they were on pins and needles, and I was in a lot of pain, and it was hard for me to focus, and brain fog and everything else, but even with all that going on, it was still pretty cool going and meeting these people, and talking to these different people, hearing their different stories, and my favorite part by far was the after part where we got to go and talk to people and say, what do you do? Hey, what's your business? How are you growing it? And like just talking to people, that was the funnest part. I mean, the speakers, it was pretty cool to listen to, but I'd really much rather just go and talk to people there. You learn so much by talking to people. I met, I met Jimmy Darts, so that was pretty cool. He was an amazing dude. Uh, it was a very interesting experience. So that's what's been going on in the business. I'm excited to finally get this private label. It's getting private label. I, I say private label. I'm starting my own brand. R- you know, one way or the other, I'm, I'm starting my own brand. So whether I have my own... I shouldn't even say private label because it sounds like I'm just taking their stuff and slapping my label on it. But really, it's going to be much more than that. Whoever I go with, obviously, like I'm, they're going to have... Uh, a pre-made like blend as far as like the different treatment stuff um, maybe further on I'd want to tweak that but I don't really want to mess with if something's working I don't want to mess with it because that's the environment you're talking about and that's people's septic systems I wouldn't want to put something in there and have it end up being like Red X where it bubbles the sludge out of the bottom of the tank and out into the leach field or whatever you know there's certain ones that do that um, but it, it's completely different in, in that I'm not just going to take their stuff and put a label on it. I'm adding more. I'm adding a ton more value into the package. It's going to come with a ton of shit that's going to be really valuable. Um, and I think it's going to make a big impact. And on top of that, it's coming with education, which the education is the most important part of what I'm doing there. Um, even if I sold nothing, if people were to just listen to the education, they'd have a big impact. So the fact that I'm going to sell something super high quality that makes a huge difference and I'm giving them education, it's a no-brainer. Their septic system is going to last as long as possible. I mean, you're going to get the absolute most out of your septic system. And that's what I'm trying to do. 
uh, repairing your septic system is very expensive. Um, like where I'm at here, you know, to put in a, a leach line and you know two pits, which is like your minimum repair here, basically, is like over nine thousand dollars. Maintaining your septic system, though, depending on how many people live in your house, is maybe, um, let's say, five years. It's maybe like five hundred dollars, and it's basically like a hundred dollars a year, something like that. Um, far, far less than you'd think. Maybe it's a little more than that. It's probably more than a hundred dollars a year, because the the pump job, depending where you're at, is anywhere from like two hundred bucks to like four hundred bucks. Or in certain areas here, it's like a thousand bucks. We don't have any control over that, so it's just that kind of is what it is. We have to take it somewhere and dump it, and they charge us a ton to dump it. So. That just kind of is what it is on that. But I'm about to get to this customer's house and hopefully be able to solve their problem. At least, I mean, I won't be able to solve it immediately, but I'm hoping I can go again and be able to find another leech line that's dry, go hook it back up, um, make some money. Customer's happy. I'm happy. I keep busy. And I got a couple of those I'm going to look at today. I got a couple that are already scheduled on the books for later this week. And the videos will be coming out soon of me doing them. All right, if you have any questions, contact me, Christopher, at Simple Septic Secrets. Let me know you listen to the podcast. Uh, you could message me on YouTube, leave a comment. I mean, let me know you listen to it. And it still stands. The first person to reach out to me and say that they've heard my podcast, I'll send them a free one-year supply of septic treatment. It's valued at almost $100. So let me know. And so far, nobody's done it yet. So the first person that does it is going to get a one-year treatment for either septic system and my guide and all my other stuff. I'll send you everything. So let me know. Later.